very glamorous singing star. You want to make it out here? everybody, welcome to the Awkward Introvert's Guide to the Apocalypse, the podcast that just wants everybody to have a fun and safe apocalypse. I'm Josephine Reilly. And I'm Zombie Tia. And guys, this one's rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Usually. I have regrets. Oh, all the regrets. <laughs> but usually regrets. we we recommend people watch the movie before they, you know, listen to our review just so people can form their own opinions and they can kind of follow along with what we're talking about. 10 out of 10 do not recommend, so sorry. (laughs) This episode's movie was A Boy and His Dog, and I went into this fully ready to love it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I even, yeah, I kept going and waiting for a turning point where I would start loving it. It just never 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 happens. (laughs) No. No, and I think I reasoned out why. So I'm very glad that I watched this yesterday, and then today we are recording this. Yeah. Because I think if I if we had done it yesterday, my review would have been nothing but a knee-jerk reaction. Right. I've actually been pondering so. this since I woke up, because as soon as I was done with mm-hmm. it yesterday, I just turned it off. I went to my room. I threw my notebook on my desk, and I laid on my bed. <laughs> That's a fair reaction. Like, I and those gifts I sent you, that, those, those yeah. everything. <laughs> everything I felt. That makes sense. I was sitting there trying to figure out if it's just because of certain things that happened in the movie. We're going to dive more into it. And the fact that I'm a woman and all this stuff, and then I just, I don't, I kept thinking about it, and I was like, listen, just in this day and age, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Right. And it's cool that this is something that inspired Fallout, but I understand why Mad Max is way more universally loved than this movie. Yeah. And it's because Mad Max was not a trash person. So. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, uh, we we should just dive right into it and let's dive in let's dive in so a boy and his dog is a 1975 film based on a book or a novella novella sorry guys i can't really talk today cold seasons hit my house but you know it's it's to be expected when the weather changes from 80 to five holy crap when the weather changes from (laughs) 80 to 55 like a saw state trooper so (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, so colds are happening, so <laughs> I I always stumble over my words, but it might be worse than normal, and I'm going to blame it on that. Anyways, that's a good call. it's based on the novella A Boy and His Dog by Harlan Ellison. All right, so very be- very beginning of this movie is a mushroom cloud sequence which I thought was pretty interesting because after some research, that whole opening nuclear scene was later added in 1982 because some people, I don't know how, but they didn't register that bombs had dropped. So this was added almost 10 years later to clarify (laughs) that this was after a nuclear war. And that's why I really enjoyed the beginning, the opening of this movie where yeah. there was that, and then it was Vic kind of running through the what had happened in history with blood. Yeah. I was like, okay, yes, I'm into this. And oh, yeah. I really like blood. Like, I do. I adore him, and I don't know if it's just because he's a dog. He's just <laughs> so sassy. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. literally, blood is the winner in this movie because he just has the best quirky lines and... He, it's just so funny uh-huh. to me because the way he talks is 
more well-educated than um, Vic. So the contrast between the two I thought was pretty great. It's really like a role reversal where it's the dog taking care of the boy rather than the other way around. And so I find, I think that is an interesting idea and I like the idea of exploring something like that. Yeah. But I want Vic to fall into a pit. (laughs) So. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Not only did we open on this, but then you hear a woman screaming and then like a group of people come out of like this underground thing. I wouldn't call it a bunker. What would you call it? I I don't know Maybe because bunker. in don't research know. it was called a bunker, but I didn't feel like it was a bunker either. It was more yeah, just so like a dugout yeah. hideout sort of bullshit thing. Yeah. And just here's where I stopped having fun. Oh, because <laughs> immediately. After everyone else clears out. Just immediately I stopped having fun at this part. And there's a lady down there. <laughs> and I want to clarify that she's not even fucking dead. She's oh, yeah. Just, very caught up. She's very hurt. She's she's on the verge of death from what I read. Yeah. But his thing is, what a shame. She could have been used two or three more times. And instantly I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I paused. I paused this show so many times. So many times. I paused. And I kind of was just, like, I had a permanent, like, what the fuck face starting from this point on. And as you said earlier, I've I've been trying to decide whether it's just because a lot of this is tasteless and really does not transfer well to, you know, 2020. Or if it's the fact that I'm a female. (laughs) So this could be biased. Yeah. But, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like everyone should be able to say that they're not on the side of a rapist. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, and like if you can't immediately. Say that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, and the fact that he has this dog specifically to track and rape females. No, I'm not fine with and this. I, no, and I glanced at thing being like oh, well, he didn't have any parents, he never learned any morals, and it's like, well, you don't really need morals to have empathy. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing. And if you know, yeah. That that woman on the table, she was badly injured. But if he was really searching for just a fuck buddy, you know, if he would have saved her Mm -hmm. life, like, she would have been, like, basically in his debt for life. Had he not been a shit person, maybe a girl would have traveled with him, but he was a piece of shit person. Yeah, and he just leaves her there. He's just like, well, okay. Starts well, fighting with blood about it. Like, really? Really? Yeah. Oh, we never yeah, read the synopsis, it. I just realized. Oh, let's, yeah, let's read the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, guys. We've got some strong feels about this one. Anyways. Yeah. The synopsis is... Vic is a libidinous, I don't even know if that's how you fucking really say that, 18-year-old traversing I don't know either. <laughs> the post-apocalyptic <laughs> desert of 2024 in the company of his telepathic dog, Blood. When the pair encounter an underground community, the leader's daughter, Quilla, Hol- Quilla Holmes, seduces Vic into their fold, separating him from Blood, who's left to survive on his own. But once Vic discovers he's been lured there solely for the, for mechanized procreation, he realizes he's doomed unless he can escape and rejoin Blood. <laughs> yeah, this sounded like, like a good time. <laughs> yeah, this sounded like a fun movie. And Vic is a rapist, and it's like, I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> I can't root for this kid. No. Like, I can't. Like, I not can't at even all. really root for blood. Oh, I, I know. do root for blood. And I will say a positive about this. I really do like the relationship between blood and Vic. Especially, like, there was a scene where they were being kind of playful with each other, and, like, Vic grabbed him and they rolled down a hill or something. Uh-huh. And it was like, that was really sweet. And right. if the movie had been more of that, and Vic had been less of a scumbag, then I feel like I could have enjoyed it. But just. 
all there's just already this bad taste in my mouth, and I wanted to find something redeeming about it throughout the movie. I did, but right. it just never happened. I have a real problem with the fact that this movie is labeled a comedy. So, <laughs> yeah. I think the plot is that it's a dark comedy, but it has to be. Like even then. It's yeah. still a stretch for me to call this a comedy because some of the dialogue is playful and it is mm-hmm. humorous to an extent, but most of it, uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. That's how I feel. The dialogue between Vic and Blood is fun, but but that's it. It's just that's it. Like it's it's not particularly clever, no. and it's mostly just. Like, there's a it couple of one-liners, very... but that's about it for me. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I don't even particularly like how Vic talks to Blood, so. No. Just, I feel bad for that poor dog who's actually the whatever dog actor, because he's getting screamed yeah. at a lot of the time, and I just kind of want to slap that kid. Oh, and that was my other concern, because, you know, this is, like, back in the 1970s, and I don't know exactly how good the animals rights were back then when it came to filming movies right but i am very concerned that that dog had to actually fight another dog right um something i read said something about wearing prosthetics for the fighting scene but Mm -hmm. still like no one really knows and it's not going to be well publicized especially in a low budget film like this so Mm -hmm. Your concern is valid, and I'm right there with you on it. (laughs) Someone from the crew tried to adopt the dog, I believe. Yeah. But they were unable to. They're also going to make a sequel, but the sequel is going to be based around a girl traveling with blood. Yeah. And that's something I feel like I would have been way more interested in. And not because it's a girl, but just because she probably wouldn't be a rapist. Exactly. That, and I kind of want to see Blood's dialogue with a female because he just says so many negative things and sexist things oh, about yeah. females. I want to, I would like to know how he would actually treat one who was his companion. Yeah, that, yeah, that would be very interesting to see. Do you love how I, <sighs> I like, consider Blood, like, the main character and Vic is his companion? <laughs> that's exactly how I consider it, and honestly, I think that's how it's set up, so. Oh, God. I, I, the only reason I would say probably not is just because of later when Blood's not there. But, yeah. Yeah, nah, nah, okay, mm-hmm. L- let, let's get back to where we were. So, okay, um, let's see, he leaves that girl, and then, it's just, I have a real problem, like, I love some of the scenery, like, I love the mm-hmm. shanty towns. Like, I think they're incredible. Oh, yeah. Like, but yes. I, my real problem is, like, those people who ran out of that quote-unquote bunker didn't seem to notice Vic in blood. And there's nothing around for them to, you know, not see him. And then after they leave. I know, right? And they start stalking that other random dude. It's like, they're still wide open. <laughs> It's like, how are they not seeing you? Yeah. Especially when um, Vic and Blood are just laying on the ground watching this guy as they try to break into a new bunker. <laughs> so. Maybe, like, people are just so used to scavengers out there that they're like, eh, whatever. He's probably just going to wait and come in after we've been in there. He's it, not going to make a move on us. Oh, that's true. That's very but, true. I didn't think of that. I was still just kind of. You know, the whole, like, arms crossed, like, one hand on my face, like, hmm, still with the the what-the-fuck facial expression, as I realize I'm only 15 minutes into this film. (laughs) That's fair. And can I say, though, I love the costumes. Oh, yeah. I do. Like, oh, it's top-notch, these costumes, especially the guy he wrote up in his, uh, what would you call that? It's like a carriage right yeah it reminded me of a chariot yeah being pulled by a bunch of people who are working for him he's got this fucking ridiculous costume oh my god that i absolutely adore the leopard print cowboy hat though i know 
It just makes me want to go hog wild with any of my post-apocalyptic costumes from now on. Right. Just real get weird with it. Like, right. weirder than I already have. Oh. And the fact that he had a guy with a guitar. Oh, my God, right? But let's mention the fact that right before this, I skipped this, and I don't know how I skipped this, but Vic starts screaming at blood about the fact that he hasn't been laid in six weeks. Like, ugh. I I was like, capital, um, fuck this guy. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, when was the last time you fed your dog, bro? Why don't you just fucking chill out? Right. Like, He's like, I know you've oh eaten in the last six weeks, and it's like, it's six weeks, dude. <laughs> You're fine. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I just... just uh, um, I just progressively just hated him. him more and more. <laughs> like, like the oh, scene yeah. in the bunker, I was, like, mostly just, like, confused. I'm like, this can't be right. This can't be right. I know this movie has a cult no. following. Like, this can't be right. And then that, and I'm just like, no hate it (laughs) yeah like honestly i'm a little concerned that we're gonna get hate because we don't like this movie (laughs) but once again like how do you i don't know maybe you're not supposed to side with vic maybe you're not supposed to root for vic but like i don't know i want someone that i can actually feel a connection to in a movie and i feel no connection to any of these characters whatsoever right I'm not rooting for any of them. Right. Anyways, back to, like, like the slaver caravan. Or, it's not a caravan. It's seriously like a chariot being pulled by slaves. Like... It's amazing. (laughs) Not the slave part, but the chariot part. (laughs) Yeah, not the slave part. That part sucks. But the chariot part with the guy with the guitar, that's amazing. (laughs) But... (laughs) Like, so Vic and Blood just watch him for a while, and then they realize they're pulling food out of the bunker, and he's like, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get this. And then, like, it cuts to this, like, scene of this dude's feet with, like, really long jeans. Like, they were probably, they weren't quite bell-bottoms, but definitely flared Mm -hmm. jeans with this guy who's wearing, like, the hospital booty covers. And I'm like, what is this? I know. Just like they're out there in their little booties. Yeah, I was, I was like, so confused. Okay. And All then, right. Yeah, and then so Vic goes and robs the whatever he is. <laughs> like, yeah. Runs and grabs a bag of food and runs off into the desert. And then the guy in the booty, and you literally, you only see from like halfway down his like shins down. Like, he turns yeah. and it's actually three men in booties. <laughs> And I'm just like, what the high hell is happening? And so here goes back to what you were thinking on this. Did nobody see them? How yeah, far exactly. Off were, they? were they using like maybe they had binoculars and they were real far off? Right. I don't know. But yeah, like, like based on how you see these characters later, they have very distinctive mm-hmm. clothing compared to what people are wearing. Like I said, this dude, you can tell he's wearing, like, really nice flared jeans with hospital booties. Mm -hmm. And the two other men are wearing pinstripe slacks and booties. It's good that they could stay fashionable in the apocalypse. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I was just like, what is happening? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One of my my notes around this part of the movie said this is like poor man's Mad Max minus cars. Oh my god. <laughs> so, oh my god. That, that was my thoughts on it so far. Oh man. And then I didn't like write anything for a very long time because I was too busy just hating Vic. Oh god. So Ugh. they steal the food. Blood and Vic are having a good time, like, eating and just playing around and stuff. And then they talk about mm-hmm. that since they're loaded, they should go to the turf. And I'm like, what? And mm-hmm. it reminded me of, like, of um, Diamond City. Like, I was expecting, mm-hmm. like, a baseball yeah. field or something. Because when I think of turf, I, feel, I think of, like, ball fields. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then they go to the turf to go to the movies. 
and Vic pays with a can of tu- no, not tuna, um, sardines to get in, and then he tricks the guy by giving him a, a can of beets and saying it's peaches and joking with him, can't you read? Which I thought, that part was a little clever to me. Um, yeah. But, I, oh, yeah, it's like, it turns out the film is all just a bunch of old pornos. It, well, they're probably not, they're not, I, I, they're probably not considered pornos, but they're definitely smut films. <laughs> yeah. A very low, qual- like, age. visual quality. Yeah. I don't think that in this day and age they would be considered pornos, but they were definitely smutty, and there was titties. So. <laughs> That's why I said, like, from today's standards, it would not be a porno, but mm-hmm. maybe in the 70s. I don't know. I've never watched 70s porn. <laughs> I never had the desire, because I just, once you watch something like that, you don't go back. You're changed from that point on. Right. And that whole scene <laughs> at the turf, I have I have two lines I wrote about it. I hate this and fucking gross. <laughs> this society is so sex crazed. And I'm not saying that it's in an apocalyptic society that wouldn't be the case. But it's like all it was. Yeah. That's it for everybody there. Yeah. Like everyone was trapping women to rape. Yeah. And it's just like... It's just a bunch Don't of... Don't you guys have anything else to do? Yeah, it's just a bunch of men watch... And it's like young boys, too. Just watching these pornos yeah. and chasing after women to rape. So... It was just... It was gross to me. And they had that one woman who belonged in the red light district, <laughs> to say nicely, who was trading food for services. Which was kind of... Because yeah. then, like... Like... Blood's all mad at Vic because Vic said he'd get him popcorn, and then Vic cheaps out and is like, ah, oh, you don't need it. So, like, yeah, Blood's Vic's a all, real asshole. Oh, yeah. He's like all, so Blood's all salty about it, and I would be too because I fucking love popcorn too. <laughs> yeah. Do not deny me my popcorn, bitch. So when Blood, like, suddenly alerts that he can sense a female nearby, then I, like, I was like, could you not sense the other female nearby? Because, like, he's yeah. he specifically says something about, like, being able to sense one female nearby. And one thing about this movie that I'm not, there's a lot I'm not okay with. But one thing, one minor thing I'm not okay with is it's never explained mm-hmm. really um, Blood's telekinesis. And apparently in the book it goes mm-hmm. really into de- into depth about it. But for the film, they mm-hmm. just kind of glossed over it, and I feel like it did a real disservice to his character. I think so, too. Because, like, why why does this dog have, like, telekinesis and the innate way to um, track females, but he can no longer, like, hunt, apparently? What a weird thing to be able to track for. Right. Like, specifically you know? females within an miles and miles and miles and so was this like an after war thing that happened to this dog or was it pre-war and if it was pre-war why yeah exactly i have so many questions and that's why i wish they would have said something about it because Mm -hmm. i just i i don't know it was a disservice to his character and there wasn't a lot of services given to characters in my opinion yeah, it's true. I think that I may read the book, but it's pretty far down on my list until I can emotionally recover from this movie. So right, and I absolutely have. Yeah, I'm I'm a firm believer in you know, books are better than movies. So in most circumstances, mm-hmm. even if I didn't like the movie, I'd probably give the book a chance. But this one, I don't mm-hmm. even think I can give it a chance. Like I am absolutely not interested at all at this point. Yeah, that's fair. I at least want to read the follow-up one where Blood is traveling with a girl. See, I'm interested but. in that. Just, I don't know, because when I was when I was researching, I got conflicting things, whether the um, author was okay with this portrayal over his work. Mm-hmm. Because in some, he was like, yeah, that was, that was exactly what I wrote. And I'm just like, ew. 
And others, it was he yeah. was mad because it was too sexist. And I was like, which is it? <laughs> Are you mad yeah. about it, or is it fine? Yeah, one quote I saw said that he said he was a misanthrope, not a misogynist. Oh, gosh. And so it's like, hmm, that's not how this movie's feeling, bud. <laughs> well. Oh, God. So, yeah. This whole this whole scene at the turf, fucking gross. Mm-hmm. And it's only mm-hmm. about 30 minutes in. So... The last, like, 15 minutes yeah. I had been watching, you know, this film, it's just progressively me hating Vic Moore and just thinking this whole thing is a fucking gross nightmare. <laughs> and I just yeah. kept pausing because I needed to mentally take a break from this movie. And I think it's about this time that I te- – because we don't discuss movies before um, we record <laughs> because <laughs> we want you to have our authentic conversations about it. But I texted her, I'm like, I, I'm only a third of the way into this. Because this movie is 93 minutes long. And I'm like, I'm only a third of the way into this, and I hate it. And that's it. That's all I said. <laughs> but I yeah, didn't know if I could watch I it. Yeah, that's, yeah. It was a real it was a real struggle bus, guys. And I, I know you've heard me say this about other films. But this one, I don't know. But. This takes the cake. Yeah. I wish that they would have shown the screamers. They mentioned them a few times. Right. And you hear them. Uh, I guess this is kind of where, like, ghouls came from. Right. For Fallout. Right. And, and so it's like, show it to me. I want to see it. Right. And, and people, people say that the glowing ones are probably taken from the fact that for that brief moment you see, like, a green glow coming through mm-hmm. the next bunker we're going to go to. Because Blood ends up telling Vic which person in the movies is a female. And, of course, you know, Vic being a fucking creep, he follows her. So, yep. Yep, and I, I didn't write anything about this next scene because I just could not process it. I was just like, oh, my God. I hate this. God <sighs> damn, did I want him to die in that bunker. <laughs> like, Actual factual. Yeah. Actual factual. Just another whole thing with it. Showing what a piece of shit character he is. In that he told this poor girl that if she made to run away, he would blow her leg off. Not blow her leg off, but shoot her in the leg. Yeah. And he was like, and then you'd still get it, but you'd have an injured leg. And it's just like, oh my fucking God, you're horrible in every way. Right. Like, mm. <sighs> but yeah, every there ends way. up being a huge shootout between other people that somehow realized a female had gone down there. And Vic mm-hmm. and Blood are fighting everyone, and Blood gets super fucking injured. Like, he's covered yeah. in blood, I'm and so he horrible. gets in a dog fight, and he looks like shit. Mm-hmm. And. Vic's A-OK with it right up until they hear the screamers, and then, Mm -hmm. what was it that they went into? Like, I think they said it was a boiler, but it kind of just reminded me of one of the large washing machines at the laundromat. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't really seem like a boiler room, but perhaps it was? I don't know. They went and hid in there, and in there, Quilla had sex. And I guess they had sex a lot. Well, but here's yeah, the thing, yeah. like, that that whole little space they cr- climbed into was full of mattresses, but the little hole they had to climb through to get in there was teeny tiny, so... Yeah, how did those mattresses get in there? <laughs> you guys can barely fit in there yourself. Why is there, like, ten mattresses in here? And, oh my god, that whole, the whole sex scene was just so awkward Ugh. and cringy and gaggy, like... She yeah. was laying it on real thick. Maybe that was a part of her, like, actually acting. Right. Because, you know, she's not she's not actually into him. She's acting with another motive. You already know it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe. Maybe she, she knew he was a gullible idiot who thinks with nothing but his cock. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, no, they just get it on over and over and over 
and Lud is like, I'm sick of pretending to be asleep. It's like, he should have, you know, looked at your injuries or something any time. (laughs) Once again, more just showing that Vic's a piece of shit. Yeah. So, so we're about 50 minutes into the film now. And I have stopped it several times (laughs) to mentally take a break. And my significant other asked me if I could help him with something, and I could not say yes fast enough. (laughs) I needed, like, a good 15-minute break because I was just so done. That and, like, blood kept calling um, Quilla it, and that really bothered me, too. Yeah. But, you know, it... That kind of stuff bothers me even more because, like, in middle school, I read A Child Called It. So whenever people call people it, it just reminds me of that story. And it makes me irrationally mad. So. (laughs) That's very fair. So, yeah, as soon as Blood's calling the girl it, I just, like, at that point, I wanted to say, like, fuck Blood, too. Like, fuck them both. I hated them on both after this. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. And honestly, I don't think Quilla's that bad of a person. Uh, like, she's she's kind <laughs> of a bitch, but I get it. Right. Like, like yeah, I understand I her. Her, I understand why she does what she does, but the way she goes about it real pisses me off too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Ugh. Yeah. And she's talking about being from the down under, and I'm like, where the fuck is this supposed to be? Like, (laughs) they're talking Mm -hmm. about Vic being born in Phoenix, and whenever I think of down under, I think of Australia. And I'm like, they're clearly not Mm -hmm. in Australia, so what the fuck? But that's just me being dumb. (laughs) So she's talking about being from from down under, and, like, her and Vic can go and have a family, and Blood can visit, and he's not – Suddenly, he's not okay with that, and he's mad at her for trying to make blood go away. And I'm like, okay, now you care? Yeah. You still have not, like, looked at his inju- injuries at all. Don't tell me you care now. <sighs> oh, I have so many feelings. <laughs> so, Quilla runs away, and she heads mm-hmm. home. And she leaves her card that she needs... Which is which clever. I liked the key mm-hmm. card thing to open the actual, like, bunker tunnels to Down Under. I thought that mm-hmm. was cool. Um, so she runs away. Blood is telling Vic not to chase him. Not to chase her because he can tell it's a trap and he doesn't trust her. Mm-hmm. And Vic's just like, I have to find her, blah, blah, blah. Just being fucking gross. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He was, a. Uh, he wanted it bad. <laughs> and, like, which is hilarious. It's, like, I, I get the whole being a teenage boy thing. Like, mm-hmm. but for real. When are, when are his survival instincts going to kick in? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, the way he goes about everything is so dangerous because he's just thinking about sex all the time. He's not even trying to, like, preserve what he has. He's just going all in all the time. Yeah. And, like... He takes being stupid to a whole new level. Right? And, like, the fact that both of his parents had died and he had been alone, you would think that he would have some sort of survival instinct. And it's just, he doesn't, really. He just wants to get laid, and he just wants to shoot things. Yeah. You'd think he'd have more loyalty to blood. Exactly. But he really, I don't know. He just leaves blood out there. Yeah. He goes to the bunker, like, fights with blood. Blood says he'll wait for him for Mm -hmm. a while. Like, he still has not checked blood's wounds or anything. And Mm -mm. off Vic goes to the down under. (laughs) Okay. Can I say, though? The underground people are such big chaotic energy, and I love it. My first impression of them is their facial makeup reminded me of the people in the video game We Happy Few. So I couldn't couldn't get that out of my head. (laughs) Yeah, 
and it's like definitely a real weird society. Oh yeah. I mean, when people are being put to death, it's called going to the farm. Right, and I found that make up really reason. clever, actually, yeah. because it's the whole. I it think was it was a clever take on the whole like taking something out to pasture, you know. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I I kind of liked that. I thought it was clever. The bunker was nuts, and I loved it, and I would have loved more into it. And also that forced bath scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? <sighs> They're just, like, forcefully giving Vic a bath, and there's a whole bunch of people in the room. There's, like, 20 people in and there he, watching him. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, he's just, like, spe- squirming, being scrubbed by this big old cowboy dude. <laughs> yeah, he's forcefully, like, <laughs> being scrubbed hard. And I'm just like, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Man, can you like just scrub some of the shit out of that boy? Like, <laughs> like maybe no make him less of a shitty person. <laughs> they can't get him clean enough. Nope. Just keep scrubbing. Scrub it raw. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. And oh. then, like, they take, they go to, they switch to the council scene where they're basically like judge jury executioner the council is and it seems to be made up of three mm-hmm. people one dark one female and two males and one mm-hmm. of which is supposedly quilla's father but i don't i don't know about that i don't either because like some of the references i would have thought but in the whole when one of the scenes coming up when they ask her where her parents are she's like oh they're busy mm-hmm. and the one guy is like right outside so yeah i don't i don't think that's her dad i don't I, either and just like the way it seemed when she sat on his lap it just it didn't feel it, it was father icky. daughterly it was icky it was so icky it was so rough. Like, oh, oh please stop Cease and desist. <laughs> I gotta love Quilla's ambitions, though, because she wanted on the council so bad. Right. And I do wonder if she could have changed that society for the better. I, I know. I don't know if, oh. like, she really wanted to change it for the better, though. It just sounded like she just wanted to make sure she was safe. So I don't know how good her intentions actually were. Because she yeah. just kind of sounded, looked, she was just kind of acted like a shitty shit to me. <laughs> and, like, I That's think she fair. just wanted to make sure she could do what she wanted to do with no repercussions. I don't think she actually wanted to help the society like she was trying to feed Vic. Yeah. I guess you're right. I guess this is just me being optimistic and hopeful. Well, yeah, like because I, I get it. Hope about something, right? Like, like I was the same as show. you. I was, I was looking for a character to love, and I just didn't find it. I was looking for love in all the wrong oh. places. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but what, like, if it, the movie had stopped here, where Vic was being? No, no, we I gotta talk about Vic's reaction. We gotta we gotta talk about oh, okay. his reaction. To this. Okay. So he gets put in front Look of the council, and they mm-hmm. and it turns out at the, least the two guys. I don't know who the third guy was. I was I would assume it was assume it was my a uh, Michael, um, who mm-hmm. had gone to whatever they call the surface and picked him out. Yeah. This, this is who the fancy pants were. <laughs> but they say that they chose him. Because they're having a hard time getting their women pregnant and they need new genes. And this place actually gave me a lot of Institute vibes because of, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like it reminded me of the Institute because it's like a utopia and they're just, they just care about themselves and they're snatching people from the surface for their own means. Mm-hmm. So they tell. It's this, like the Institute if the Institute had makeup and just. Real weird fashion choices. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> they tell Vic that they've chosen him because he seems healthy and strong for considering being on the surface. And they want him to basically breed all their women. And he's so excited. He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> and it's gross. <laughs> Just so like, what are you going to do, Vic? Just stop. Right? Do not. Oh, but... The next scene, it kind of made my heart happy because he's not getting the endless throws of sex he thought he was going to get. 
No, they <laughs> they are forcefully milking his seed. So <laughs> <laughs> and if the movie had stopped here, it really it would have been the just desserts ending. And I could have probably left happy being like, Take that you piece of shit. <laughs> exactly. But, like I didn't even care. They had him strapped down to a table. He was marrying all these people. Like, I I I loved the whole line of girls. Yeah, like, there was 35 of them because it turned out, like, they were being smart. They weren't going to procreate the whole colony. They were just going to impregnate Mm -hmm. 35 of their women, and then they were going to kill him and find someone else. And I'm like, okay, there goes Mm -hmm. my whole worrying about your gene pool thing that I always have. But yeah, they had thought it out. Like, I love the fact but, that he's, like, strapped yeah. to the table being, like, electronically ejaculated while these women are <laughs> at the altar right next to him. I know. It's so weird. It's the weirdest. And I really <laughs> wish the movie would have ended here. Because karma. Karma's oh a bitch. My God. Yeah, but no, Twilla just had to come and bust him out. Yeah, because she was mad, (laughs) and she wanted to, like, she didn't get the promotion to being on the council that she thought was promised to her, so Mm -hmm. she she just wanted to bust him out so they could, that Vic would kill the council for her, but that's not what went down. (sighs) No. I don't know what she thought. Like, she had spent time with Vic, and it's like, he's not going to do what you want. Right, well, like, they had, they only spent a few hours together, but she had obviously been working on this plan for a while because she had the three lookouts outside. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a new plan for her, so you would have thought it was more well thought out. <laughs> and it just, it wasn't. It was just not thought out. Yeah, that plan, like, went to total shit real fast. Right? And I love that as soon as, like, he breaks, or she breaks Vic out, that the council just gets together on the lawn, (laughs) like, with their megaphone that goes throughout the compound, and they just start, they, like, automatically know who all was involved. So I wonder if there's, like, cameras everywhere, because there's got to be. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of weird security shit in there. Right, because instantly, like, they even know who the accomplices are. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm betting that they were, everyone spied on in there. Probably. Because you gotta keep everyone in line. Because a lot of the people who were, like, being put on trial were being put on trial for, like, failure to comply with authority or something like that. Yeah. And, Yeah. They were heading to the farm. She's she's running in this poofy-ass wedding dress. And Vic's just like, I just got to get to blood. I just got to get to blood. I've been gone for too long. It's like, why do you care now? Because you didn't get your way? Suddenly you care again? No. Screw you, dude. Yep. He has no loyalty. No. Absolutely none. So the council orders the three other teens to the farm along with Quilla and like there's a big old like I don't know I can't think of who this guy reminds me of but Michael goes up to he finds all of them and he just like mm-hmm. he just murders them right then and there <laughs> and yeah no cares given yeah like with this smile on his face and his we happy few makeup <laughs> Like, he he starts chasing freaking um, Vic and Quilla, and Vic keeps stopping to shoot at him. It's like, dude, you should be able to freaking move and shoot, like, Wastelander style, come on. And, like, as soon as he starts shooting at Michael, I'm just like, oh, this homie's a synth. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, instantly. I am so happy. I was so happy that he turned out to be a robot. Oh, God, yeah. Because it makes a lot of sense to me. Right? Because, yeah, he was either going to be a robot or he was going to be freaking Jason Voorhees. There was no in-between. Nope. 
It's one or the other, and it was Robot, and I am so happy. Right? Vic finally, sh- or, yeah, he finally shoots um this robot, and he lights himself on fire, and apparently the actor actually did get burned from that scene, so that really sucks, yeah, dude, and I'm sorry dear. to hear that. I wonder if that's, like, scary for actors when they have to do things like that, because, like, you, you're putting in a lot of faith right? on, like, equipment and other people. Right, especially, like, older um, movies like this one, where, like, the stunt doubles yeah. and the actors were legitimately doing these things, and it wasn't all CGI, so. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That'd be terrifying. Right. <sighs> so. But now we're out of the vault. Yeah, we're out of the vault, and Quilla's using the whole, like, like, Oh, God. Let me back up just, like, two steps. So Vic is like, where's blood? I can't find him, blah, blah, blah. And Quill is like, oh, it's fine, blah, blah, blah. And then they find blood behind the bunker, like, half Mm -hmm. dead. Like, he never left. No. And he's, like, hallucinating and stuff. And Quilla just wants to leave. And Vic is, like, not for it. And then she keeps just being like, well, if you love me. And that's so fucking gross. <laughs> it's just gross. It is so gross. So cringy it's, and so... It's manipulation. Yeah. It's that horrible teenage manipulation that teenagers in bad relationships will use on each other. It's just like, stop. Yeah. Do not. We yeah. do not use manipulation. <laughs> Sorry. Amen. Preach. <laughs> Preach. Josephine really uh-huh. is now a pastor. Preach. God. Church. Church of do whatever you want with your body. It's your damn body. <laughs> I don't hold services. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I thought this was going to be the church of hot addiction, but you know. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong shanty house. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, We're next to you're looking for next door it's fine it's fine yeah go next door there will be a guy there and he's not wearing a shirt and have fun but i'm gonna be over here doing my own thing because (laughs) it's my body (laughs) oh my god so like vic is still going on about how you know blood's dying and he needs to take care of him and Freaking Quilla is still saying, you know, if you love me, like I love you. It's like, you don't fucking know this guy. Who the hell are you? This is not a Disney movie. What? What are we talking about? Yeah. Now we're at the end, folks. (laughs) We're at the end, finally. Thank God. This ending, though. Oh, my God. Oof. (laughs) Big oof, as the kids say. (laughs) <laughs> oh God! I I yeah I hate it. <laughs> I so hate you it know so what much. you do when your dog is dying and you don't have food to feed him and he desperately needs that food and you're afraid of going to you, one of the local places because people might get wind that you killed a whole bunch of people over a female. You know what you do, guys? Yeah, you, you definitely kill the girl that you have with you. Yeah, and you eat her, you fucking cannibals. You feed her to your dog. (laughs) And, oh my god. How, why? How (laughs) did this... Vic really just gives no fucks. No, like... Zero fucks given. He has got no sympathy and no empathy and just no morals and no redeeming qualities whatsoever. He's just... A dick on a body with no brain. Yeah, like, I don't even feel like he loves... everything about it. I don't even think he loves blood, like, honestly. I feel like he's just using blood to get females. I think so, too. Like, I... I think a part of him loves blood, but I don't think that he has as strong a connection as he really should. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, like I would have ha- thought it would have been, like, a family bond type deal, but it's not. No. It's more of a you're convenient type deal. Yeah. Which is also gross. You're That's going to be my hashtag for this yeah. one, guys, is just fucking gross. Fucking 
gross. And so, I don't know. I guess I couldn't even say that it's this nice story of a boy going back to his dog and all this stuff, because it's really not. No, it's not. Because, not you at know, all. if you kill a girl and feed her to the dog, then it's like, it's that's not good. No. And then what are you going to do? Are you just going to go back to a life of tracking women down to rape? Or, like, did you learn your lesson? Are you done raping? Yeah, Probably not, because you killed a girl and fed her to your dog. Right? You have no lines. Right? There are no lines for you. Every You just go bounding forward. Yeah. Ugh. So, like, I, I get that this has a cult following, but I just do not think that it aged well. No. At all. Not at all. Ugh. Not only did it not age well, but I... I don't know. I want to meet somebody who actually loves this movie because it's just so hard to listen to or so hard to watch. Like, yeah, I want to know somebody who can tell me some good qualities about this because I tried to list pros and cons. And the only mm-hmm. pro I could give this whole movie was that I liked the shanty towns and I liked the aspects that Fallout took from it. Like, I love mm-hmm. that, like, the cities and things look like the little places you see here. I liked, mm-hmm. like, I loved the little house built or shack built out of tires. I thought that was clever. I liked the idea of the movie theater. Um, but yeah. Like, I liked the look of it, things. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The cons was every fucking thing else for me. Like, I would rather have watched Day of the Dead Bloodline 10,000 more times than watch this. Oh, fuck, (laughs) right? And that's not something I ever thought I would say, because that movie was atrocious. And yeah, I would rather watch Pervy Fucking Max a thousand times than watch this. If I could bleach this out of my brain... I would, because it was 93 minutes of pure agony. <sighs> if we could just, like, entirely cut out everything bad about Vic and just have it be more of conversations between him and Blood right? that didn't revolve around him getting his dick wet, that would be nice. Like, literally, you can't even watch this movie on mute and have it redeeming. Like, you literally need to, like, mm-hmm. mute it and then just paste all of the parts where it's, like, only blood in the frame. And then maybe you have something yep. there. I really, I really did want to like this movie, guys. I really did. But I just cannot. Like, <sighs> it's disappointing, to say the least, because I was really excited about it. I was so excited. Like... Everyone who's listening to this episode probably listened to our dog meat, or not dog meat episode, but our dog episode just had a lot of dog meat in it. So we mentioned wanting to watch this movie and that we were excited about it. And I am so beyond disappointed. And like I mentioned before, maybe it's because, like, being female and I don't know. Like, that just, ugh. I don't like how that sounds. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm offended because I'm a female. Because I'm not offended. It was just not my taste. No. But. Well. Like, how do you root for a person like that? I don't know. And once again, maybe you're not, maybe you're not meant to like him. Maybe you're not meant to see him as a good person, which, like, even Blood says at some point, you're not a good person. Oh, I know. But like I said, there was a point where I couldn't even like Blood. But yeah, I was just—I just, didn't like anybody, though. So. Mm-mm. No. Like I didn't I like the the um, surface society at all because that just seemed like uh-uh. that's the whole surface society was raiding and raping. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. I. I'm happy that Fallout could pull from this, and it seemed to take what I thought were really good ideas, like the ideas of ghouls and the ideas of vaults and such from this, and I'm glad that they were able to build off of it, but not keep it in this horrible penis-filled box. 
Exactly, because, like, uh, like, I don't, not every movie doesn't have to be all flowers and daisies and, like, it doesn't have no. to, and I'm fine with that. I am fine with movies with shitty endings or just shitty mm-hmm. movies in general, and I know you're, you have a taste for, like, bad horror movies. I know that, like, yeah. you like to suffer through them. <laughs> so... Yep, I do. This one was just bad, though. Here's here's the thing. So I watch the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and part of what makes that show so good is that you hate those characters. You don't like them. You're not rooting for them. Right. But there's something about it, and you watch it, and you're like, everything that bad that happens to those characters, you can laugh at. Right. But nothing happens, really, with these guys. No. Nothing. It's just (laughs) shitty people doing shitty things with no consequence. It sucks. I was and I was real disappointed because, like we mentioned before, this has a cult following, and it's even rated mm-hmm. higher on rating sites than I thought it would be. Like on IMDb, mm-hmm. it's six point five out of ten. I don't know how. On Metacritic, no, no. it was a sixty-eight or sixty-eight percent. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it was about a 76%. And I'm just like, how? Why? Like, somebody please reach out to me and tell me what redeeming qualities this film has. Because I can't find one. I No, I really would like that, actually. If someone would write in and, like, just have a conversation about this and tell me if maybe there's something that I'm missing in it. Right. Like, it's and not, obviously, I, we're not going to fight about it, but I would love to hear another no. perspective. And maybe after the we after we're done recording this, maybe I will go read someone else's reviews and see what they pulled from it. Because I don't like to do that before we have our own review, because I don't want my judgment swayed. But mm-hmm. I hated it, guys. I just straight up hated it. Every agonizing second of it, I hated it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't want to look at the Wasteland villains. I want to look at the Wasteland heroes, and there were no heroes here. There weren't even anti-heroes here. No. There was just, it was just bad, shitty people. Just bad people doing bad things, and I just wanted them all to get what was coming for them. And it never did. Nope. So, ouch. All right. Well, overall, how did you rate this movie? Uh, if I could have, I would have na- I would have rated it negatively because I just hated it so much. But I looked at like I do with every other one, I wanted it to give it a fair rating. So I looked at it from all mm-hmm. of our categories: creativity, story, special effects, and gore. Creativity, I gave it a 1 because I like I said, I liked the aesthetic of it. That was it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know. Maybe this was groundbreaking in 1975 for this type of apocalypse film. Um, it's it's not mm-hmm. now. So I was. I almost rated it a two just for that, but I couldn't. I just. Mm-hmm. I could not. So I gave it a one for creativity. I gave it a zero for everything else. So it got a handle of a Bowie knife and. That's only so I can pop my own eyes out. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I can unsee this. How did you rate this? Fair. So I did not even go into our different categories. Just straight up handle of a Bowie knife <laughs> overall. And that's only for the landscape and the settlements and the clothing. That's it. Oh, and the sci-fi noises. I do love me old sci-fi noises. Right. That That is true. That is another redeeming quality. But, oh, God. But everything else is just like, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, please do not message being like, you're just <laughs> raging females. Like, first off, fuck you. And, yeah, <laughs> being a little aggressive about it. The biggest Second fuck off, you. The biggest fuck you. Second off. Listen, buddy, if someone was trying to rape you, you'd feel the same. Like, if it was you in the place of these women, you'd feel the same. 
Right. Like, don't be on the side of rapists. Right. It's not that hard. Because, yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) God. Sorry. It sounds like you, like, were going to flip a table there. I was like, oh, damn. I I had to move away from the desk. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It's just, I don't like being aggressive, guys. I don't want to be too aggressive. But this is something I'm going to get aggressive about. So. Right. I don't know. Like, it's, you know, I think the equivalent of this would be, because a lot of people would be like, oh, males would be fine if women were just wanting to get it on all the time. But no, the equivalent to this would have been the scene with Vic strapped to the table being forcefully milked. <laughs> so, no pleasure yeah. in it. No. But, like, that happening to every male specimen by a world full of females. I feel like that would have been the equivalent. Yeah, man. If you're not down with that, you shouldn't be down with women being raped. Exactly. Exactly. Fucking preach. Preach, sister. Preach. Do you think... I have a wonder about that particular scene. Uh Uh-huh. Were they just gonna, like, milk him that entire time? I think so. Like, how time... How many times can a dude get off before it's just painful? At at that point, I hated Vic enough. I had that same thought, but I didn't care anymore because I just hated him so much. Like, I wanted it to hurt. But, yeah, I think they were literally just going to keep going until they had enough samples for 35 women, and then they were going to off him. Which, you know, if you think of the science behind it, is not the best method because, like, after so much, it's not as potent anymore. So, really, they were doing themselves a disservice. We're not going to get into the science of it. (laughs) Got to collect a little bit over a few days' time, you know? Right? Like, they could have just had him locked up, like, to a wall and then every couple of days strapped him down, which would have, you know, given them better samples. But damn. I feel like there was a show with something like this in it, but I don't remember what. <laughs> Obviously, I did not like it, and I blocked it from my memory, and it's now just coming to the surface. Right, that's what I'm ready to do with this one. I'm just ready to block it out of my mind and forget it ever existed. I just want to know that I never want to watch it again. So I'll, I'll hear the title and be like, yeah, I hated that, but I don't want to remember why. I just want to know that I strongly hated it. And I never want to mm-hmm. see it again. <laughs> Very fair. Let's all just, like, go watch Fury Road and play Fallout instead. <laughs> Agreed. Feels like a much better time. All right. Well, I guess that is a wrap for this. <sighs> this, is, this is definitely our most negative review we've ever had. Right, and I, I didn't right. think that this would happen. <laughs> no, no, I I expected to love this movie, and if not love, at least moderately like, right? enjoy. I, I expected Day of the Dead Bloodline to be at the bottom of our list permanently, but guess what? It just got itself up a rank. Yay. Oh, that hurts me physically. <laughs> oh. And emotionally. God. Well, guys, if if you guys want to hurt as bad as we do, go over to our website, awkwardintrovertpod.fireside.fm. You can connect on all of our social media platforms. You can find links to different places to listen to our episodes. Um, Leave us a message. Tell us how you felt about this movie, whether we were too harsh or not, whether you agree all those fun things share your opinions i really do want to hear other people's opinions and i'm not gonna fight about it i genuinely am interested in having a conversation about it exactly like if someone's not gonna like come aggressively towards me i'm not gonna be aggressive back like i respect that everybody has their own opinions and i like hearing about Mm -hmm. those opinions and so that you know i can grow as a person that's my whole thing i want to grow as a person Like, there's no point in being stagnant and not growing because that's the base of a lot of problems in our society. Yep, I agree. All right. Well, like, rate, subscribe, 
review. Help us think Hydrate. of something better to watch next time because, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Give us some suggestions. Something good, preferably. Yeah. Thanks. We we need a couple of we need a couple of winners before the next loser. <laughs> oh my god. Just yeah, let's space this out. And like particularly since it's October and I'm doing my October thing of a bunch of horror movies. I just I need something good at some point. <laughs> like don't get me wrong, I've had some real golden ones, but Jacob's Ladder 2019 version, don't suggest. So <laughs> there's an there's another review for you. Oh God. Well, anyways, guys, we will catch you next time. Bye.